WRAG Radio of Wishwell, Pennsylvania was a low-power AM band station for the Algonquin Valley, owned and operated since the mid-1970s by Todd Rage. The station broadcast golden oldies and 60s rock until 1978, when Rage moved the station to the top of Kulshuk Mountain north of town. He switched the station to play all pre-programmed music and downsized to a staff of himself, his wife Mary, and his army buddy Jim Johns. John served as a one-man news operation for WRAG from 1978 until midwinter of 1984 when he died in a car accident along the Erie Highway. John's death sent Todd headlong into four years of drug and alcohol abuse, a dark period that ended only after Mary threatened to leave Todd and force him to sell the radio station. By early 1989, Todd was considered the unofficial voice of the valley, discussing county commission meetings, school board actions, local elections, and even gossip. In 2009, an aging and angry Todd Rage was showing no signs of retiring. The passing of the last 20 years did not deter him from showing his passions. W-R-A-G. Rage Radio. Lasting for life with your host, Todd Rage. Show on WRAGAM Radio 58, real radio for Northwestern Pennsylvania, and the times sure are changing out here in what was once the pristine Algonquin Valley. As many of you listeners know, I was born here six to seven years ago, and with the exception of two spectacular years in the jungles of Southeast Asia serving this great land of ours, I've spent my entire life in and around the town of Wishwell, the seat of the county. I know every back road and every trail. I know where to get all the good game and all the hot fishing spots. And I've taken quite a few of you with me over the years. But it seems that the county commission is not content to preserve our rural paradise and think that they can bring us all a better life by selling out old man Vance's 200 acres and donating another 300 acres of county land for cookie-cutter starter houses. Now, I don't know about you folks, but I don't need a hundred new families from up in Buffalo or down in Sealtown coming in here. You know why? Because when you build houses over there, you got to build malls over here. You got to build new schools. You got to hire more cops. You got to cut down more trees and pave over paradise for another friggin' parking lot. By the time they're all done, this valley will look like every other asphalt and concrete suburb you ever saw in your life. Now, despite the protests, the letters, the meetings, they just went ahead and did it. It's going to be a house and garden world superstore right smack dab on top of old man Vance's farmhouse and barn about a mile north of Wishwell. HG World Corporation just filed all the paperwork and plans signed by that snake of a county commission chair, that carpetbagger Jake the Snake Weldon. Jake ain't happy unless there's a Star Chucks or a McBurger joint on every corner collecting garbage and making everyone fat and stupid. Oh, hey, folks, I got a caller. And, uh, Mary tells me it's none other than the Honorable Chairman of the County Commission, the guy elected to look out for our interests. Gather around, because the great Jake Weldon has granted us an audience. Afternoon, Jake. Hello, Todd. <laughs> Your satellite radio break? What brings you to WRAG country this afternoon? Well, Todd, I've been getting a lot of grief from some folks citing your show as the source of their concerns, so I wanted to call you and discuss some of the things you've been saying on the air about me, about the commission, a lot of which is factually incorrect. Well, that's just great. Factually incorrect. What is it about destroying the fabric of this community that I've gotten factually incorrect? Well, Todd, we're not looking at hundreds of new families. The developers we've been working with are looking at 42 units in patches that coexist very well with the land. That's 42 to start. Total. 
and each cul-de-sac will feature upscale rural homes with at least two acres. We're not going to level 200 acres of trees. We're creating branches off the Erie Highway that blend into the existing trees to avoid disrupting the wildlife or the natural beauty of the valley. So you're promising that the 42 homes, that's it? I'm not going to anticipate what the next commission will do or what it will take to set the books right. <laughs> see? See, you don't see long term. You put up a house and the money starts coming. When the money starts coming, everybody wants a bucket of it. So they sell off their values and eventually trees start falling and the roads get wide. And who's to blame for that? The next guy and the next guy after that or there won't be anyone left around who knew how good we had it. How good we have it? Todd, the county has a 12.5% unemployment rate. That doesn't count the retired folks or the ones on disability. There's not an empty chair down at Ruby D's diner Monday morning, but nobody can pay for the coffee. Think of the property taxes that 42 houses at half a million apiece will bring. Think of the revenue that 42 new families will bring to Wishwell and the local businesses. Yeah, the local businesses that survive being run out of business by the HGW Corporation. Take their range of products reads like a hit list for all the local shops in the valley. How's it going to help if Burt's Lumberyard or Ike's Gun Shop or the plumbers, masons, and carpenters of the region run out of work because HG World comes in and demolishes the market? Did you know that when HG World outlets come to town, they put 5% of their gross revenue back into the community? They have an exclusive contract with the developers of those 42 units to furnish every brick, every plank, every pipe, and shingle for the job. They're not only going to pay to build up the Erie Highway, but they're going to do what you've been asking us to do for years. Fix up Main Street and Wishwell. Finance a new trade curriculum with the regional Votech. Recruiting for a career in Yellow Apron selling snowblowers. Maybe. But we can't all sit up on the mountain with a microphone and complain, can we, Todd? I don't want to hear that. Now, I served this country, and I served this community longer than you've been alive. How are you serving the people by telling them the only way to live is to let the community drown in debt rather than adapt to the economic reality? It isn't just our town or community. The governor is going to cut services to county and municipal agencies, charge us more for things like 911 coverage and the state police patrols. We can't be self-sufficient anymore. We need to reach out beyond the valley for help. Mark my words, Todd. HG World is going to save this town. What about the reservoir and the power plant? We own those, don't we? Can't we capitalize on those assets? We have an awesome hydroelectric plant at the top of the valley. The co-op we own as a county means everyone in this valley pays pennies for electric, compared to people anywhere else in the state. We've got the power of nature keeping the lights on, and enough of it to sell outside the valley and maybe fill some of the holes in our budget. So why aren't we? Well, there isn't an easy fix. The commission could up and lease the power to Pennsylvania Power Corporation and rake in the cash, but their terms mean we would have to make everybody PPC customers and bill our residents PPC rates. I can just imagine how you'd react if we raised electric bills in this county 300%. Right now, if you fall behind, we just put it on your tab. PPC? Not so nice about it. We were able to lease off access to the reservoir and sell some power to places like Big Hickory and Troubleton. That helped a little... But once we lost the revenue from the Vance farm... Well, maybe if you hadn't let the bank foreclose on the farm, maybe offered some help in revitalizing it... How are we going to do that, Todd? Out of one side of your mouth, you say you don't want government offending your precious libertarian ideals, but when good men like Victor Vance lose their business, you complain that government didn't do enough. We had no idea they were behind on loan payments until the bank had trucks up the hill carting off livestock and equipment. You and I went up there together that day, begging the suits to work with us, remember? <sighs> yeah, well, maybe we all dropped the ball on that one. Maybe we did. We did what we could and convinced the courts that our claim to back taxes made the property ours before the banks. 
They've got everything but the land. Now we've got to make that land profitable. Look, the bottom line, Commissioner, is that you want to bring in city folks, build up the valley, and turn it into another suburban sprawl. It just ain't right. The commission agrees that we want the residents in this county to be able to keep what they have or at least stop bleeding out. Without the Vance Farm, the Klein Dairy closed. The feed store Victor kept using instead of taking direct deliveries closed. They hadn't been paid in nine months, and the only reason they kept delivering feed was because they had no other customers. Then they stopped getting feed because they weren't paying their suppliers. All the other small farms along the Erie folded decades ago. If we don't do something soon, you won't have any listeners except for old Joe and Jack at the Sunoco station. So what you're saying is that with all your higher education, you can't fix any of this? No. If we want 21st century services, we have to pay 21st century prices. The fire department has outdated patched up equipment. The police don't even have cell phones. If someone on the mountain needs paramedics, the response time is three times most other communities in the state. The only ambulance in the county couldn't pass the inspection last year without $3,000 of repairs. How else are we going to raise the money? A bake sale? Raise taxes? Oh, hell no. But it's your job to preserve the integrity of the community and lift us out of the hole. You ain't doing that great a job of it, kiddo. How do you propose we keep up with the rising costs? How does the great and powerful rage think we should fix all this? Please tell me, because those of us on the commission are too thick and stupid to understand your master plan. Because you lead a corrupt bunch of city folk who couldn't hack it there. So you figure you can take over our part of the world, because we're just a bunch of backwater hicks. You came in to see what your corporate connections could buy, and you changed the laws so that companies like HGW can come in. Oh, you didn't come see the bank from You prevented them from taking what you wanted to steal for HGW. Even in your angriest delusions, you can't believe that. There are five people on the commission. We've all lived here at least ten years. The people voted us in over people who were here longer, and they have a chance to vote us out every two years, but they haven't. Why do you think that is, Todd? Some serious palm grease in a figure. Todd. I did everything I could to save Victor Vance's farm. I even loaned him money to try and catch up on his property taxes. A lot of us did. The county even retained an attorney to try and sort it all out. But even if we'd fixed the tax problem and held a bake sale to pay off the $2.3 he owned on his loans, let me ask you, man, how long would it have lasted? When Victor's back finally gave out, a lot of us, including you, Todd, stepped up to help. But his boys aren't farmers. When Victor died, the farm died with him. I don't hear you railing on Dave and Ray about leaving the community. Hey, those are good kids. Of course they are, Todd. Listen, I may not have lived here as long as you, but we've had a few beers at the Eagle. I've had you and Linda over to the house. And every time we've crossed paths, I've asked you, how can we fix this? I don't want to turn this place over to corporations. That's why I left Philadelphia. But I don't have other options. I'm asking everyone in the valley, even Joe Martz up on the mountain, what can we do to fix this? Well, we'll keep talking about all that after a word from our sponsors. <laughs> the very people that Jake Weldon will likely put out of business by this. The fine folks at Cameroon Plant Farm, locally owned and operated for over 75 years, offering everything for your gardening and farming needs just off Route 72. We'll be right back. Four months after his heated debate with Commission Chair Jake Weldon, the town of Wishwell put the purchase of the Vance Farm property to a vote. 
County residents chose overwhelmingly to sell the land to the HGW Corporation in the hopes that jobs and community improvements would follow. Meanwhile, Todd Rage had to contend with some harsh financial realities of his own. His radio station, never a huge moneymaker even in its prime, was no longer turning a profit. By the end of 2009, Todd and Mary's meager personal income was subsidizing the cost of running the station. In that same fall, Mary's failing health forced the couple to move back into Wishwell in order to be close to the town's only local doctor and the general store. Todd continued to broadcast via an internet link from the antenna erected on Colshruck Mountain and reduced his show to three days per week so he could focus on Mary's care. On May 9, 2010, Todd Rage was ready to announce his retirement. A day earlier, however, corporate management from HGW Corporation offered him a steak, a beer, and an offer he couldn't refuse. What listeners heard on May 9, 2010, was something Todd Rage would never have believed he'd be saying. Coming next weekend, Friday to Sunday, the HG World Career Fair and Grand Opening Extravaganza. Come out and meet the new HG World team and tour the 200,000 square foot facility designed to bring you the best in quality home, garden, and industrial materials at competitive prices. HG World is the industry leader, so come on out and join our team. Currently hiring managers, cutters, plumbing, and masonry specialists, landscapers, and nursery technicians, cashiers, and heavy equipment operators also needed. Come out to the HG World on the new Erie House. Highway Bypass for on-the-spot interviews. Interview today and start your new career tomorrow. Come on out to see the vast selection. From 11 to 3, come on out for a big crew of Hitman lunch with fast car legend Luke McGrew and his number 42 Bonico Champion Charger. Meet the star of Daytime's award-winning Days of Our Destiny superstarlet Vanity Race. Signing autographs 11 to 12 on Friday. Hey there, Algonquin Valley. This is Vanity Race, Julie Sloan on the top-rated daytime drama Days of Destiny. I'll be signing autographs and talking to all my fans this weekend at the HG World Grand Opening Extravaganza. I hope to see you there. <laughs> Welcome back to the Todd Rage Show, AM 58 across the Algonquin Valley. I, uh, I gotta be straight with everybody here. Straight shooter, that's your man, Todd Rage. I've been fighting the establishment for a long time. That fight costs money, and you know how it's hard to wage on retirement and disability, along with a few loyal sponsors I honestly treasure. I got me this radio station and all you supporters. Now, over the years, you've all been here. You were there when I got off the bus from Nam in 73. You were there for me, and especially for my wife, Mary, when I spent more time in a whiskey bottle and keeping my house in order. You welcomed me back when I got sober. I'll never forget all that you've done. Because of that, I've tried to make this station a beacon of freedom for the Valley. Going on 35 years, I've tried hard as I could to keep that light shining bright and clear. Last night I had a heart-to-heart with three of the most important people in my life these days. My wife Mary, the bank, and HGW Incorporated. The bank appreciates public service and that I've been kind enough to tell you folks about their services over the years, but that don't help pay their bills. HGW Corporation appreciates that all you want to improve your lives, fix up your homes and property, maybe update that old sagging roof like the Sandersons have done up on Peg Place. And Jenny Joe, the regional operations manager for HGW, tells me that not only does the company want to make money, but they want to revitalize the valley. They want to widen the state route, build up the schools, and even invest in a new fire hall complete with the best equipment. 
They also have a commitment to the Fourth Amendment by providing you hunters with the latest and finest firearms. And, well, since Avery's gun club closed last month, I guess that's much better than heading into Pittsburgh to reload, right? He'll be seeing Jenny Joe's bright smile around Wishwell as she works with the county commission and talks to community groups about the many opportunities available for careers at HGW. Jenny Joe joins me at the breakfast table this morning. Welcome, Jenny. Hi, Todd. Thanks so much for inviting me in. Let me just say right away that Wishwell is a beautiful place, and I'm just so happy to have met you and Mary and, you know, i got to tell you, all the folks of this community. And I'm really looking forward to setting down some roots here. Well, we appreciate that you stopped in to answer some questions. Like a lot of residents, I'm concerned about what you folks call the HG World footprint. Now, is that going to be like a big old boot print, or what's this about? Well, Todd, HG World wants to protect the planet. We're the leading house and garden provider in the nation because we conform to the strict policies of environmental symbiosis. That means whenever we set up a store, we offset any harm to the local environment by doing things to help it, like planting trees or landscaping parks in the community. We like showing off what we can do by offering our services to the community. And since we're planning on hiring as many local folks as we can, I'm sure there will be a lot of suggestions where we can get started. I understand that uh, you've met with all the local business owners as well to address their concerns. Absolutely. This town sure has a lot of skilled and experienced people. We don't want to run anyone out of business. That's, that's not what we're about. But we do acknowledge our superior purchasing power that allows us to undercut most small businesses. That said, there are many places in our company for trained, experienced plumbers, carpenters, general construction, and, and other trades. Either as consultants to the customers or as sales associates. Even management positions for those with experience running their own stores. So you're not really running anyone out of town, just forcing them to accept the inevitable. You know, in a way, Todd, that's very true. But the group we met with last night was excited about the potential benefits of working with us. The health insurance we offer our team members is second to none. We'll be holding job fairs here and in Big Hickory and other towns outside the valley. We know that by hiring local people, we are in the trust of our community. I should point out that House and Garden World is the new sponsor of the Todd Rage Show and WRAG Radio. Absolutely. And we can't think of a better way of keeping the community informed of what's new and exciting. Actually, we can. And we're glad that the Voice of the Valley is here to help us announce that next week, we'll be holding a thank you wishwell party down in the town square. We'll be taking the whole town out to dinner with a big barbecue, fun, games, prizes. So clear your calendar next Friday night and bring your dancing shoes because everybody in Wishwell will get to see live in the band shell legendary country singing star Mona Stangley. It's a free concert, a free meal, and we'll be handing out free recycled canvas bags filled with our other thank you gifts. We sure hope you and Mary can make it. Well, I think I'm going to be working the event, so yeah, I'll be on hand broadcasting to everyone who can't make it, but from the sound of it, the only one who won't be there will be crazy old Joe up on the mountain. <laughs> uh, well, I hope we can get him down here, too. Thank you for coming in, Jenny Joe, Regional Operations Manager for the HGW Corporation, and we look forward to seeing everyone Friday night at the square for what sounds like a too-good-to-be-true event. Well, you know, thank you, Todd, and thank you, Wishwell. We'll be right back with the news.
And we're out. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, hey. I appreciate the time. Sure. It's great to know that we've got the unofficial voice of the valley on our side. (laughs) But can I ask one thing? Sure. Well, you have a little edge there. We know that this is a big change and everything, but we like to keep the energy positive, you know? Well, that's kind of my thing, you know? If I come out all shiny and happy, people think I'm being insincere. Or worse, some mindless corporate puppet. Oh, I know. I know. But when you say things like, too good to be true, you plant that seed of doubt. We don't want to reap a crop of doubt, Todd. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, I... We're going to transform this place, and you are our guy to sell that to the people. Yeah, right. I, I hear you. Look, I gotta head back into do the news, okay? Sure, Todd. Sure. And we're back with the news at the top of the hour on the HG World Lunchtime Music Buffet. The news comes to us live from ABS Radio News. Reports from the World Health Organization indicate an outbreak of an Ebola-like virus in southern India and along the coast of Indochina in the wake of last year's late-fall cyclones continues to baffle health officials around the world. As of Tuesday, over 2,000 people are reported dead from the virus. As a result, a quarantine on all travel to affected regions is strictly enforced by agreement of all G25 nations. between Todd Rage and the HDW Corporation was short-lived. The company wielded its financial investment in the station as clout to dictate on-air content. Despite having accepted thousands of dollars in fees and advertising to subsidize the station, as well as cover Mary's medical costs, Todd refused many of his only sponsor's demands. A week before Mary died, she slid into a coma at the medical center at the State College. After a week's silence... Todd then went on the air to discuss recent events and future plans. W-R-A-G Rage Radio. Lasting for life with your host, Todd Rage. I haven't opened up yet, but the folks at HG World really have turned the old Vance place into a virtual Garden of Eden with this huge concrete castle of well, pretty much anything you would want to rebuild here. Contractors up the mountain are already pouring money into the community, and I hear our own county commission chairman, Jake Weldon, moved his brood into the first house in what they've dubbed Vance Village. It's a big, modern, three-quarter million dollar showcase, but I'm sad to report here that Mary and I will be otherwise engaged for the homewarming celebration this weekend, but uh, thanks for the invitation. The world's getting weird, people. It's falling apart, at least for me. Mary likely won't be with us much longer. God bless her, she fought long and hard, and I wish I had one more day with her to tell her what's in my hard, dark heart. But she slipped into a coma a few nights back, and doctors say she won't be waking up again. I'm just here to get the paperwork together and put our house in order, so to speak. Doc Wagner and I are heading back into Johnstown in a bit, but I wanted to thank everybody for their support and their love reason why I stayed in this community is because it has the most selfless, loyal, and caring people in the country. 
You folks made the last year a battle worth fighting. Before I go, I just wanted to say something to everybody. It's easy to think about this fertile valley as the whole wide world, but it ain't. My world is sleeping away the rest of her life in a bed two hours south of here, and your new world is a big shining castle on a hill with a king who promises it'll take all your cares away. Well, we're all snug in our troubled but isolated little hamlet. We got a modern-day plague sweeping through Asia. It's new. It's terrifying. These news feeds are reporting that people ain't staying dead. They get real sick, crash out, and then something restarts them, and they go all crazy, and apparently that's how it spreads. I don't know. Sounds all sci-fi to me, but I've seen weirder things. More terrifying things rising up from rice farms and out of Kong tunnels. Sorry for rambling, but as I like to say, it's my station, at least for now. And I blame the lack of sleep for the last 72 hours. Listen, folks, just take care of each other. Sometimes enemy wears a big smile and carries a checkbook. Sometimes he looks just like you or me and preys on the things you valued most at one point in time. Uses it to reach past your defenses and chew out your soul. I... I'm going to take a break. God bless all of you. Peter, if you could look after the cat, I'd appreciate it. This is Todd Rage, WRAG Radio. 10-4, good buddy. And over and out. Oh, I can't keep it in. I can't keep it in. I've got to let it out. I've got to show the world. The world's got to see. See all the love. On the same day that the as-yet-unidentified modern-day plague appeared in the United States, Mary Rage died. Also on the same day, the Wishwell H.G. World Store opened to great fanfare. State and local officials were there to show off the four shiny new police cruisers and the two new county fire engines. The day was full of balloons and barbecue. Most of the town of Wishwell turned out for the festivities, along with residents of surrounding communities. When it was all over, the crowd went home, the trash was collected in recyclers, and the world returned to what it accepted to be normal. Todd Rage claimed his wife's ashes the following Monday in a brief ceremony at a Johnstown mortuary. As the wife of a veteran, she could be interred with her husband, but only after Todd himself passed away. For the time being, Mary's remains would accompany him in a simple silver urn as a constant reminder and painful symbol of what he had lost. No celebrities or dignitaries were present for the ceremony, just a few of Mary's relatives from back east. After forty years spent with the person whom he believed saved his life, Todd now prepared to drive back alone to his empty apartment in a whole new wish well. En route, Todd recorded the following message for remote uplink to the radio station. Due to unforeseen complications, the uplink software never forwarded the message for broadcast as he had hoped. Hello everyone, this is Todd Rage, broadcasting live from I-80 on the rebound trip from Mary's final send-off. I am alone, and I mean that in every conceivable way. The map tells me I can take this highway west all the way to the Golden Gate and see so many places beforehand. Could just drive until I run out of money or gas or I fall asleep. Reaching any of those won't take very long. I'm hearing reports all over about the Asian zombie flu. Word is everybody dying had to be cremated. FEMA and the CDC are all over this. I had to have a total physical for they let me out of the damn hospital. Something's going on out in the state college. It shut the highway down east of Brookville. Feels like the whole world's falling apart, you know? There's talk of tagging people to show who's been examined and who hasn't. I don't know what I'd do if Mary was going to rise up from her bed. Given how she's been asleep forever, I'd probably rush up and hug her, 
tell her everything I wanted to tell her, and I don't know, that wouldn't end well, would it? Anyhow, I'm going to stop off at the Sunoco and top off. In the days following the initial uprising, the small, insulated town of Wishwell remained untouched by the violence and chaos engulfing nearby cities like Pittsburgh, Johnstown, Erie, and State College. But like every other part of the world, it confronted the reanimation of the dead. Being more self-reliant than most communities, Wishwell mobilized to dig in and defend against outsiders, both alive and dead and Todd Rage was suddenly an essential voice to unify and mobilize the community. In this, his last recorded broadcast, we hear Todd Rage lashing out at yet another enemy of his rural paradise. Evening, survivors. Newly sworn Governor Russo Z. Romero just extended martial law across the Commonwealth indefinitely, so I'm legally obligated to tell you the following. If the relocation of our fearless leaders in Harrisburg wasn't enough, FEMA, the National Guard, and get this, United Nations troops are crossing the state forcibly relocating civilians to what they're calling consolidation and relocation centers. <laughs> My friends, I am not leaving my cabin, my home, because some frog in a blue helmet says Allons-y. Well, anyway, one of these centers is the HG World store in the old Vance farm. <laughs> We're told civilians will be evac'd from the rooftop at uh, noon this Saturday, to where no one's saying. I don't know what to tell you folks. Last night, Jeb Tanner and I were downtown gathering supplies. Ethel Mason was driving her husband Julius to the relocation center when he had a heart attack. She pulled off the road to ask for help, and within a minute, Julius, a guy who couldn't lift a golf club without pulling his back, was gone, and something else was digging his hands into Ethel's entrails like he was rooting through her handbag. A minute after that, Ethel was gone, and two hungry spry eaters were chasing everybody on Main Street. Now, you all know that Jeb's known the Mason since forever, and it was tough, but... Jeb put him down to close range with his boomstick. Julius went down without the top of his head, but Jeb had to shoot Ethel twice because his first shot only removed her face. God, did I really just say that? Didn't bust the brain up enough, I guess. Savage times. To the point where I'm now broadcasting from Dick Cheney's former private undisclosed location. I'm not coming out until the eaters are gone and the French take their rifles back to the cheese-eating surrender monkey land they came from. But I will remain on the air as long as I can to bring you updates from my sources. We all know this, but it's worth repeating. The CDC says it's a virus. The WHO calls it an alien infection. There's a buzz on what's left of the internet about it being a parasite brought to this world when they turned on the damn Positron Collider in France. That's damn French again. They ain't too bright. The zombie people, I mean, not the French. But they can crowd you, corner you, or sneak up on you in the night. When they do, their instinct is to keep you alive as long as possible so they can eat more of you, because once the virus takes hold of you, you ain't no good to them anymore. Watch out for the sick, for the elderly, and for the wounded. Weaker they get, stronger the virus becomes. It may not wait for the heart to stop. Ask your neighbors if you don't know already. That mailman, Bob from the office down the hall, your dear old dad, your wife and kids. When the virus takes hold, they ain't them no more. Just like when you go, you won't be you. 
Take my advice. Keep the radio close and low, but don't listen wearing headphones. You may not hear the creeping chimes of doom. As the sun sets on our smoking, ruined valley once more, here's a bad moon rising on WRAG Radio, 58 a.m.